If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. Welcome back from vacation. Well, thank you. Uh, and, and you were up in Washington a little bit late earlier this week, I believe. I was, and I wanted to make an observation to you today from my travels, uh, brief as they were to the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Because I found myself on Saturday, or no, I'm sorry, Sunday morning, meeting a, a friend of ours of the stations for a lunch meeting. Our weekend anchor, Ryan Harris, actually lives in Seattle. He is a former Valley resident here. And Ryan and I met down in a neighborhood that they now call uh, the South Lake Union District, which is uh, an area where they have their own like light rail system. Uh, I just say, say this as an aside, uh, which I don't think that they were thinking about when they named it South Lake Union Transit. Because <laughs> it's acronym uh, S L U T, huh? Yes, but uh, aside from that, this is the place where Amazon has done this enormous spurt of growth, and also other tech companies like Facebook. And I was blown away by the number of Teslas I saw down in that district the other day. So many people who work in the tech sector there are driving those electric vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people with a lot of income uh, have the disposable income to be able to make that investment. And, I mean, it's good for the environment, and it's certainly good for Elon Musk, but I just wanted to share that with you because I know that you are quite the Tesla enthusiast. Well, yes. There's a lot of vehicle. There's a lot of neighborhoods where I live where – you know, Tesla's in almost every driveway now. I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's getting it's getting weird, and they're almost all Model Ys now, which is the uh, which will take over as the most popular electric vehicle this year, I believe, in the world. Um, is because that the smaller that, one? They're, they're that many. It's it, bigger. It's it's a little. It's the, the bigger it's, sedan. It's the SUV version of the Model Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a little bit bigger than the Model Three, but it is the you know an SUV version. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and you you and now and you also now know what Stilvio means. Oh yes, that was another thing that uh, I was driving around and I was sitting at a stoplight, and there was uh, was it Maserati that made that or Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo, right? Yeah. Uh, this SUV in front of me, and I looked at the name and I was like. That's like the dumbest car name I've ever heard. <laughs> and then I sent a photo of it to Todd, and and you texted me back with the history of that. That uh, what was it a uh, a mountain there? In- it's a it's a mountain road. Uh, the Stelvio Pass. It goes over the. It's in the. Uh, I think it's the Eastern Alps between Italy and France, and it's a very steep switchbacks. I mean, it goes. You know, it's like a zigzag yeah. all the way up the top of the. You know, the, the Alps there. It's been used in dozens and dozens of movies. If you see a picture of it, you'll recognize it. It's a. It's a world famous uh, uh, pass mountain uh, passway. So yeah, so it's the Stelvio Pass over the Alps. 
So okay. it, in Italy, it means something. Well, guess what? I don't think we have any Alfa Romeos or Teslas in our picks today when we went to bringatrailer.com, but we certainly had some other interesting vehicles. We did, but let me just quickly go over what we had from a couple of weeks ago. Okay. You had a, a 1950 Jaguar XK120 Roadster. Uh, that sold for $199,652. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there was a 2006 uh, uh, see, Dodge uh, Viper, uh, and that sold for $65,000. Uh, there was a 1970 Shelby Mustang GT350. That one sold for 137000 People liked it. Uh, and there was a uh, 1959 Rambler uh, Rebel. That I think that was that pink or mauve-colored thing. And that sold for $23,500. Uh, then the uh, 1984 Jeep uh, J10 pickup, that sold for $13,250. And then you had a, a 1972 Ford Bronco that sold for $41,000. Uh, I had a uh, 1998 Subaru B22. It was uh, like a, the little uh, WRX race car. Right. This is the one that was not street legal, right? Yes. It will be in a couple of years when it's 25 years old. Yes. Right. Yes. It sold for $312,555. Holy smokes. And that a was record a car, for any Subaru. And that was a car that was right here in the Coachella Valley, if I recall yes. right. Yes, it was. The backdrop was at Palm Springs Airport. Yeah. It was near a hangar there. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Probably mm -hmm. stored there. <laughs> Three hundred and twelve, five fifty-five. People could not believe it. <laughs> there was a bidding war. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, the nineteen eighty-four Toyota Century that I liked. That uh, was, yeah, you know, just sort of like this weird Japanese domestic market car sold for eleven thousand five hundred. Uh, the nineteen seventy-four Toyota Celica, uh, which I'm surprised it was bid it bid to twenty-three thousand seven hundred and it did not sell. Uh, the 1971 Cadillac Fleetwood 60 Special Brougham, uh, that one sold for $27,750. The 1995 Saab 900, which had very low miles on it, sold for $9,250. And the 1970 Volvo P1800 that I chose was bid to $27,000, and reserve was not met. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> people are wanting more money from the Volvos than people are willing to pay for them these days. I guess. <laughs> okay. Now, your first car is a, is a uh, 2010 Audi R8 V10 six-speed with only 33,000 miles on it. I have to tell uh, you, I've never seen or heard about one of these. Uh, and I used to pay a little bit of attention to Audis because my old VW Passat was sat upon a uh, the same frame, I believe, as the A4. And um, I was blown away when I saw this thing. This is a cool car. Right. This is basically a product of Audi owning a Lamborghini. Got you. Because it had one little feature, uh, actually, that I'd never heard of before, which was a speed-activated rear spoiler. Oh, yeah, they have that in a lot of cars. Do they? Uh, Porsche's been doing it for years. Tesla has it on the Model X. Yeah, it's it's all over the spectrum, yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, so let me just read what it says here. This nineteen, this 2010 Audi R8 is finished in phantom black pearl effect, which is beautiful, uh, over black leather, and it's powered by a 5.2-liter V10 paired with a six-speed manual transaxle and quattro all-wheel drive. Uh, basically, it's a Lamborghini Huracan. Um, you know, it, the equipment includes 19-inch wheels, adaptive magnetic uh, uh, ride suspension, carbon fiber side blades, uh, and trim, heated seats, automatic climate control, and an Audi Navigation Plus infotainment system. The car was delivered new to Audi Princeton, New Jersey, and was acquired in 2010 by the selling dealer, who has added 8,000 miles of the 33,000 miles. Uh, it had service, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's quite beautiful. It's in North Carolina now. It is. And yeah. it's currently at $80,000, I think, is the current bid. <laughs> 80000 That's pretty good for this car. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out so, in three days how it, we, how it did. We will. What, do, uh, what did now, these things go brand new for? Uh, 100 Okay. A little over 100 maybe 120 I don't, yeah, it was it was like it was a it was maybe it was a little more maybe it was close to 150 but it was still cheaper than a, a comparable Lamborghini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was considered a halo car for Audi. Yeah. Well, let's go four wheeling now. Okay. Now I chose something that was very similar to this and you probably didn't even see that. So, um, this is an, it's not the same obviously, but this is a V8 powered 1972 Toyota Land Cruiser FJ 40. And it is very red. Yes. As was your, uh, Land Cruiser uh, the HZJ75, which we'll get to, but yeah, yeah. we'll get to that. But it was we very, have our own very fire department, too, so. Todd. Yeah, um, this 1972 Toyota Land Cruiser is a modified example that has been repowered. Uh, I like that word, repowered, with a 400 cubic inch Pontiac V8 uh, paired with a three-speed automatic transmission and a dual-range transfer case. The truck wears a repaint. Well, it says orange over black. I guess it looks it looks red to me, but okay, uh, it, orange over it's uh, like black. It's like a fiery final. orange. Yeah, yeah. Cor- uh, Corbeau seats. Uh, it features a hard top, uh, two bumpers, uh, lift suspension uh, with GM axles, aftermarket alloy wheels, power steering and brakes, uh, a worn electric winch, uh, and LED lighting. The seller, so it's basically a resto mod. Uh, the, the seller acquired the vehicle in 2019 has since added uh, the aforementioned seat and uh, Pioneer stereo with Bluetooth cap- capability and has performed electrical repairs and a steering box rebuild. It's offered at uh, no reserve with uh, off road accessories, a Bimini top, and a clean New Jersey title in the seller's name. The seller's wife's name. Okay, I'm like, okay. It's in her name. Was this the product of a divorce? Divorce, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she hates it and is getting rid of it, right? Yeah, just to spite him. <laughs> if this was his, he poured a ton of money into this car, and she's selling it at no reserve. Ouch! And, and it uh, and it's a bid only at fifteen thousand now. We'll we'll see what happens. It closes tomorrow. I wonder if he's in the bidding. Maybe he is. I mean, you know, I don't know it's, because it's his money to lose. I guess at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, the next car we have is a, a three ninety six powered nineteen sixty seven Chevelle Chevy Chevelle uh, Malibu five speed. 
I, I love the looks of these cars. I just I love Chevelle. I, I've always loved the Chevelle line at Chevrolet. I, I and had these, a friend these are no, had, no different. My, my friend Doug Grenfell uh, Grenfell had one of these when we were in high school, and um, I've always thought this was kind of your classic muscle car. Yeah, 67 was a very good year for General Motors. It says this 1967 uh, Chevrolet Chevelle Malibu Sports Coupe was uh, refinished under prior ownership in Pennsylvania and built into a Super Sport Tribute. So in other words, it didn't come from the factory as a Super Sport, but they they put Super Sport, basically uh, everything that would have come from the factory should it have been. It was repainted in red over black vinyl. The car is powered by a replacement 390-cubic-inch V8 mated to a Tremec five-speed manual transmission and a 373-to-1 rear end with a limited slip differential. The car was purchased by the seller's father in 2018 and subsequently inherited by the seller later that year. His father purchased it, then he died. Okay, well, uh, modif- modifications included an Edelbrock intake manifold, uh, four, a dual four-barrel carburetors, an SS-style hood, Krager wheels, a Hearst shifter, Pioneer cassette stereo, and aftermarket gauges. Uh, so this modified Chevelle is now offered with a clean Texas title in the seller's name. Cool car, $21,250 cool yeah. is what it's going for right now. And it, there is a reserve, apparently. It's not under no reserve auction. So, okay, we've got more cars when we get back. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. Todd Bianco, talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. Now, this next car that you're going to talk about, uh, this uh, next last selection of mine this yes, week. Yes, uh-huh. Uh, this is my toy of the week. Have you ever seen one driving around? I have not. However, I have. Even though I have not seen one of these, it kind of reminds me if anyone has seen those um, Polaris slingshots, which is really technically, I think, considered a motorcycle because it's three wheels. Right. And, uh, but the, the way that it's designed, the body kind of looks the same with the exposed you know, uh, it, it does, passenger yeah. compartment. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, I, mean, I have seen these, a few of these running around LA. I've also seen the three wheel versions as well uh, that are running around uh, like this. Uh, so this is a 2007 KTM Expo X BOW Comp C O M P R. That's a mouthful. 
so it's a KTM Expo Comp R is a uh, track car that is powered by a turbocharged two liter inline uh, Audi. I mean two lot two liter. I, I was thinking Audi they probably four paired with a six speed manual transmission. I yeah. was thinking that they probably call it a crossbow with the X being. You know, the, they might. I don't know whether it's pronounced yeah. crossbow or expo. Yeah. I don't know. Crossbow sounds better. It does. <laughs> yes, uh, and it may may very well be. I, I and it looks I've seen like them, it but I don't know how something. it's pronounced. I guess I haven't seen a commercial for it. Like I'd hate to hit a bump and have it shoot me. Well, this is this is really a track car. I mean, this is, is not a this no. is not a with something you drive around on the streets. But You're it not is street legal, to. I believe. That's yeah. what I was looking for too. Um, but, uh, it does appear that it's, um, that it's a licensed vehicle, isn't it? It, it, I believe so. I believe there's, there's a, there's a license on it somewhere, but I, it just doesn't appear to look like it belongs at the racetrack. Right. Because this is going to be extremely uncomfortable on any rough streets. Yeah. Yeah. And, Uh, and also I found it kind of cool how, they put so many controls actually right on the steering uh, column there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that look familiar? Um, not to me, but maybe to you. Hmm. How about the new Tesla Model S and X with the with the <laughs> steering wheel that has all the controls on it and no stocks? In other words, it doesn't have a turn signal stock and it doesn't have a gear selector stock. Oh. Uh huh. Must be so nice. So the steering wheel is just the steering wheel with all the controls on it. Yeah. Yeah, Elon says it goes forward and back based on what it thinks you need. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> We're going to have to go Tesla shopping uh, As I understand it, the, 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 uh, you know, most of the controls are on the wheel, except the uh, the gear selection can be done from the touchscreen by flicking the little car symbol up and down. Okay. Wow. So, but this But this one has a lot of the controls on the steering wheel because I think there just isn't any real estate for the other stuff. Right. Um, you know, it's a... It's a tight fit. It, I'm sure that it's a tight fit for anybody that gets in that car because those don't look like very adjustable seats and the doors don't look like they open. Yeah, you probably I think you just, crawl I think in you and just, out like you're Robin on Batman and Robin. Yeah, I, I don't think this is a very, you know, I don't think I saw anything with the, I don't think I saw any picture of it with the door open. I think you just climb over. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't want to? Well, I, mean, like I, 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 don't, I don't think I'd want to jump into this. I think I'd be climbing very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. It's like it's like a little go-kart, except yep. a lot faster. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing a hell of a lot faster. <laughs> right. Uh, so and apparently folks people who, like uh, it because, it, you know, it's got, it's got another day to go, but it's, you know, current bid is at $76,000. Yeah. I have no idea what these things sold for new, but they were not cheap. Well, when folks just, folks get to um, check out the show, when it gets up to the podcast, we'll have the link there for all the cars that you hear us talking about as usual, and you can go there and click on it and check it out yourself. It's a pretty sleek little buggy. Right. And your final selection is a 1963 Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud 3. I almost chose this one. I think it's just a cool-looking car. It is. Uh, it was, uh, let's see, 1963 Rolls uh, Silver Cloud 3 is a right-hand drive saloon that was purchased by the current owner, 
the current owner from Frank and Dale and Frank Dale and stepsons of and stepsons of London, England <laughs> in the mid '80s, and subsequently shipped to Tokyo, Japan. Uh, following a refurbishment while in Japan, the car was later imported to the United States and placed in storage in November 2000, so over 20 years, until earlier this year when it was prepared for sale, repainted in two-tone silver and blue over blue leather. The vehicle is powered by a 6.2-liter V8 paired with a four-speed automatic transmission. I think those are both GM, uh, you know, products. Yeah. Uh, and uh, additional features include a burl wood interior, uh, power windows, uh, AM, FM cassette stereo, no reserve, uh, currently selling for $13,000, and it has four days left to go. I don't think it's going to sell for a lot. These just aren't that popular. No, but it would be nope. fun to have. It would be fun. I mean, this is a, this is another parade car. You always like parade cars. Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. I'm going to use the news break to work on my queen wave. Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. We're talking bring a trailer, and my first pick is a 6,000-mile 2003 BMW Z8. Now, you know, we say Z here in the United States, but apparently the rest of the world says Z. Yep. And this is a beauty. These things, I I picked it because these things are becoming extremely collectible, and the auction prices have gone through the roof. Uh, Here I'm bringing our trailer in at other spots. Um, they were low volume when they made them. They were highly desirable at the time. Anybody who bought one essentially bought it, you know, for the occasional driving, but mostly just for, you know, for the payoff that they're getting now, essentially. Uh, it says this 2003 BMW Z8 is one of 667 examples finished in black over black leather and is powered by, by a 4.9 liter V8 paired with a six-speed manual. Now, you could get it at... Most of the time they were uh, manual, but the last year or two you could get the Alpina version, which had an automatic transmission. Uh, but uh, so this has a six-speed manual. Equipment includes matching hardtop, a black soft top, a limited slip differential, neon taillights, a Harman Kardon sound system, and heated uh, and powered for adjustable seats. Uh, the car was first registered in Connecticut and spent time in Alabama before being uh, before its acquisition by the selling dealer in 2015. So that was a few years ago, and it now has 6,000 miles. Uh, the Z8 is now offered in Georgia with a hardtop and standard 
uh, hard top, with a hard top stand and cover, accessories, manufacturer's literature, spare floor mats, a clean Carfax report, and a clean Florida title. So it, it's in Georgia, but don't worry, it has a Florida title. <laughs> right? Who knows? Um, and and this guy and this this dealer has had it for five years or six years. It's they bought it in 2015. Condition. Yeah. I guess they just keep registering it in Florida. It must be cheaper. Of course it is. <laughs> it's, it's Florida. It's cheaper. It's Florida. Okay. Um, it's the only the, thing um, good good about Florida. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you get what you pay for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's um, going to right now pay at least 200000 for this thing. That's right. A current bid is 200000 and uh, it ends in two days. Uh, this is a premium listing. I expect it to get... Closer to 250 at this, you know, when it when it when it comes down to the end. I mean, this is, it's a beautiful car. It's presented beautifully. It's a premium listing. Uh, it looks pristine, both uh, you know, top under the hood, under the bottom. Everything looks amazing on this car. It really and does. Since, it almost since, looks like a brand new car. Yeah, it, it it is. It looks essentially brand new. And since these cars are becoming more and more collectible, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what it ends up going for. For sure. All right. Now the next one. This is kind of my favorite this week, just because of what it is, it, and and the hair and and you know and the provenance, all of these kinds of things, and it's here in the valley. It's local, yeah, yeah. This nineteen, it's a 1963 Ford Thunderbird Sports Roadster. I've always liked these because of the the way that the uh, the tonneau cover and back is sort of a fixed thing that that connects to the the, the front bucket seats. So yeah. this 1963 Ford Thunderbird is one of 455 sports roadsters built for the model year. Was originally delivered to Bayshore Motors and. La Jolla, California. It was later owned by musician musician Richard Carpenter and spent time as part of a collection uh, part of a collection in California before uh, being recently acquired by the seller. Finished in white over a blue interior, the car is powered by a 390 cubic inch V8 paired with a cruise o three-speed transmission and powered by, uh, and features include a powered soft top, a fiberglass tonneau cover, 14-inch wire wheels, front bucket seats, uh, brushed aluminum and chrome interior trim, power windows, and a push-button radio. I Thunderbird wonder. is offered with service records, purchase documents, prior registration cards, various memorabilia and awards, and a clean California title. God, it's California, thank God. In the seller's name, it's in Palm Desert, California. I wonder if it was uh, ever ferrying uh, Karen. I'm sure it is. They've got pictures of, of uh, Richard with uh, Karen and you know in the car. Oh, great! Uh, so, so I mean, I'm sure that she rode in it at some point. They've got all sorts of the original you know order sheets from Ford. They've got you know all the these various pictures that that, that come with it. It has the original black plates for the car. Uh, you know, which which of course is a big deal to have black California plates because it means it was actually purchased those years, not the black California plates you have today. Um, it doesn't have any rust on it. It's got, you know, loads of awards. It's got pictures. It's got, you know, all sorts of things. So it has, you know, it has quite a provenance. There's a picture here with the Carpenters, um, you know, Richard and Karen. Um, now, what's another, interesting no, is one of the photos shows uh, Richard uh, leaning on probably this vehicle, but it was painted red. Yes, it was. Uh, I don't know if that's, but it could have been he was just doing that for Ford. I'm trying to see if that was the original color. Um, 
Sports road. No, the original color was Corinthian white. Hmm. So, yeah, so th- this is the original color. I'm sure it's been repainted. I think he was per- basically f- uh, uh, doing a, a f- commercial like a for Ford. Spokes model, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure that he, you know, got this for a reasonable price. Let's put it that way. Right. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I see his, um, their parents out in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really a beautiful car. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know, everything about it seems to be in order. Uh, it's been well taken care of. I love the part, the part with the, with the, with the two old, you know, the old couple in front of it, you know, with the blue top up and everything. Yeah. It's just great. First retail owner was Dr. Stan Phillips and wife, uh, reunited for this photo with the sports roadster on their ranch in Glendale, California. Dr. Phillips was 93 years old when this photo was taken. Wow. I think it's just great. So anyway, the, um, let's see. Bidding is up to $39,000 and it closes in two days. Uh, I, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's going to go for more that. than that. But, yeah. uh, it's, it's quite a special car and I like it because it's right here in the valley. Uh, the next car I picked was because something I've just, I've never seen one of them on the road. I know that these existed post-war, you know, in post-war BMW, there was very few cars made and it was, you know, very, you know, a much smaller uh, company. They, you know, they had made motorcycles and they were, you know, just going to start making uh, cars again. And, you know, so seeing some of the post-war cars, although they're, they're, they're beautiful, they're, they're extremely rare these days. So this is a 1956 BMW 502 Cabriolet, Cabriolet by Bauer and I, I think that the uh, you know it was built by Bauer so they were the coach builder essentially and that was back when you did coach building I saw the, this uh, 1956 BMW 502 is one of 57 cabriolets uh, built by Bauer um, uh, going through uh, throughout the model's production run, so the entire production run, there was only 57 of them built, and was manufactured on June, June 2, 1956, for uh, delivery six days later to electrical engineering company Siemens and uh, Halski in Munich, Germany. Ever heard of Siemens? They're a huge company now. Of course. Uh, yeah, the, the, the car was imported to Canada at an unknown date, where it was later registered in 1973 to a dentist and later sold as a project to a tow truck driver in 2010. The car was acquired in 2011 by the president of the BMW Vintage and Classic Car Club, along with fellow collector, uh, with a fellow collector, and was sent to Germany. <laughs> Someone spent money uh, for a restoration by Erwin um, uh, Brumer in Munich and uh, Firma uh, Magic. Matajek uh, in Pilsen, Czech Republic. Well, one okay. thing is for sure, um, both inside and out, this car reeks of elegance. Yes. I mean, the steering wheel alone, I'm looking at that and I'm like, wow, that is cool. Yeah, someone spent a lot of money making this car look as good as it did. And I'm, I I guarantee you that was the original wheel, except they probably had it reproduced because it was, I mean, it looks like it's Bakelite. I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, but I love the, you know, the, the it is a, one of those huge wheels and it has a, a, a big horn rim, uh, although, you know, that goes the full circle inside the, the, the steering wheel. And it's unusual as well because it is cream in color. Yes, uh, the woodwork is stunning. Yep. The the the, the coachwork. I mean, the, you know, the 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 seats. Everything. Seats are be- beautifully luxurious. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's it's really 
you know, it has a, let's see, what is it? It's a, um, a 3.2 liter V8, uh, was completely overhauled, four speed manual transmission. Did they did the rear end suspension electrical system? The car took part in three German rallies before being shipped to Colorado, where it was used for three additional events before being acquired by the Sellers Museum in 2015. <laughs> Further appearances include the 2016 uh, Pebble Beach Contra Concours d'Elegance and the Tour d'Elegance. That's when they drive the things around, uh, you know. Uh, Pebble Beach, as as well as the SoCal Vintage BMW meet in 2019. This 502 is offered with manuals, a BMW a Group Classic certificate, restoration records, a Clean California title, and the Sellers Museum. Uh, name of the Sellers Museum. It's in Newberry Park, California. Its um, bidding is up to $171,000, and it closes in two days. Yeah, this restoration job. I mean, you'll see it up on blocks. Uh, it really went right down to the shell. They really spent money on it, yeah. so I, I assume they expect a big price on it as well. I would guess. Um, let's and see. they deserve it. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's gorgeous. Uh, but it goes into another museum. This is not a daily driver. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's very rare. Okay, the next one I chose is a 1930 is a is a 1986 Pontiac Fiero GT that was 33 years owned by one family, and it has only 18,000 miles on it. And this was this was about the time that Pontiac really had these things sorted because at the very beginning of the production runs, these things were not very well sorted. Yeah. Um, and this is this is in really extremely very nice condition for its age and you know most of these general motors things they had so much of things falling apart and falling off and this thing has pretty much everything intact and the 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 interior is in excellent shape it's very you know boxy 80s you know lots of little buttons and things to press and pull and all that kind of stuff um you know something that catches my eye as i look at this um, and maybe I'm not seeing this right, but is that the spare tire under the hood? It is. It's a yeah. But well, the the uh, the the uh, engine is behind. Is in the middle. Okay. It's behind. It's behind the front seats. So oh. yeah, that's a it's a compact spare tire that they have there. Uh, it was purchased in 1988. It is an 86 Fiero purchased in 1988 from uh, Lakeside Motors in Decatur, Illinois, by the seller, who has since added 10,000 miles of the 18,000, and is ne- it now shows. It is finished in two-tone gold and gray, over tan cloth, and powered by a 2.8-liter uh, V6 mated to a three-speed automatic transmission. Equipment includes removable sunroof, uh, air conditioning, power accessories, 15-inch. Uh, Alloy wheels, pop-up headlights, factory cassette stereo, service in 2020 included replacement of the heater core. It's now offered at no reserve with uh, partial service records and a clean Carfax in Decatur, Illinois. I I, I like the look of it. I think it's gorgeous. Uh, it's going to go for a low mo- It's only $6,000 right now. It closes in five days. Is this a four, uh, four or five speed? It is a, an automatic, three-speed automatic. Oh, okay. Yeah. It had all the options at the time, I guess. So, yeah. Cool. All right. This this is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHeart Radio, and we'll be right back with more Bringer Trailer Picks.
Don Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. We are talking our bring a trailer picks for this week. Um, John, I, this this is a uh, 1995 Toyota Land Cruiser HZJ 75 pickup five speed with 9,000 kilometers on it. And it looks the same red as the orange that yours had. Right. I mean, it looks, it's, they look red to me. It's very much kind of like red. a fire engine. Well, depending, I guess. Uh, yeah, it I, reminds me more of a European fire engine red. Yeah. Uh, and um, this one is unique. I have never seen one like this with a, with a pickup bed and sort of the high roof to it right. with the light bars on top. So let, let's read what it says here. This 1995 Toyota Land Cruiser is a right-hand drive example that was used as a fire service vehicle in Japan before being exported to British Columbia in January of 2020 and then imported to the U.S. by the seller in September of the same year. Where it now truck lives is, in Hawaii. Yes. Man, it, it's got... it's done a lot of world traveling it certainly has uh very pacific rim right mm-hmm. <laughs> okay um so th- th- this truck is finished in red over gray vinyl and is powered by a 4.2 liter uh one hz diesel uh, inline six paired with a five-speed manual transmission and a dual range transfer case a pickup bed was installed while the truck was in canada and additional equipment includes 17 inch alloy wheels led lighting i guess that's the light bar at the top uh fender mounted side mirrors which are quite out there uh Hard to adjust yourself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see, uh, a side mirror is a, a, re, a receiver hitch and a CB radio. This Land Cruiser shows 9,000 kilometers, approximately 6,000 miles, and is now offered at no reserve with a toolkit, a spare set of wheels, import documents, manufacturer's literature, service records, and a clean Hawaii title in the seller's name. And it's, it better it better stay in Hawaii because shipping it somewhere is going to cost money. Of course, it because it came out of Japan, it is right side driving. Right, it's right hand drive, uh, it, but it's you know it's sitting there. We you know it has a, you know it has a, like a Toyota pickup truck bed on it. Yeah, it, I mean that they put on it and they grafted onto the back here. Uh, this seems like a purpose built vehicle. I mean they they did this all you know for a reason and now they're selling it. I mean, it's just, it's just a little odd because it was only done recently. I mean, if it was imported to uh, Canada in 2020, in January of 2020, so a little over a year and a couple of months ago, yeah. uh, then they did the work there and they did the paint there, I assume. Um, yeah, the, and then, you, you and then can it was see the pictures Hawaii. of that, uh, of all the work that they did to put that, um, to put that bed on it. Right. And then ship it to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, The high roof is finished in red and with with gold pinstriping. A pickup bed, rear window, and replacement tailgate were installed while the truck was in British Columbia. Uh, I mean, I just think it's it's a it's a 
it's an odd animal, I've got to say, and that's what caught my eye on it. It's just as so unusual. Yeah. And as you know, it's got a diesel engine. It's it doesn't have air conditioning. Vehicle. It has vinyl I seats. Mean, I mean, you've got you know, it's four door. Yeah. So I, I I believe the mileage I mean is probably true because as of as a fire vehicle it probably didn't go long distances you know when short you know yeah. short runs it didn't you know go long runs so that's probably right I just think it's a fascinating looking vehicle uh, you know it looks like something that, that's out of like the um, the Jurassic Park movies you know right. where they've, they've cobbled things together yeah I don't know uh, that I would have painted it red if it wasn't staying in fire service. But, um, you know, I, I probably would have made it another color that fits in a little better in Hawaii. But yeah, yeah. I, I, what do I, I know? It, I, like I said, I hope it stays in Hawaii because it's, you know, it's going to cost a lot to ship it. Yeah. Uh, well, current, it's 19, current bid is 19350 yeah. Uh It ends in a day. I'm just curious if I put my – because uh, Bring a Trailer has a – let's see if it has it here. They don't have it on this particular one. Usually they have a place where you can put in your zip code and it will tell you how much it costs to ship it. Mm. They don't have it for this auction. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which, okay. oh, wait a minute. What <laughs> island did it say? It's on, it's on it, it's in Haiku, right? Uh, yes, Haiku, Hawaii. Not sure which I know I'm pronouncing island. that wrong. I'm No, that's right. It, yeah. That's the proper pronunciation for the word. But... Uh-huh. Um, I'm just checking to see which island that that's on. Uh, okay. Okay. That if you, if you click on it, it is on uh, the big island. It is? No, no, it's not. It's I take it back. It's on uh, Maui. It's on Maui. Oh, on Maui. I was going to say, yeah. if it's on the big island, we could have- No, it's have, not the big island. It's Maui. We could yeah. have uh, the my fill-in host from Monday uh, go check it out for us. But yeah, it's, uh, Mal- it's it, on he's Maui. the kind of guy who would probably buy it too. Yeah. Now this last item is a 1985 Toyota Celica GTS convertible. I want this car. I desperately want this car for my Palm Springs car. Desperately, I got to tell you. Ooh. I love. I've loved Ooh. these since they came out. I guess it's just my era. I don't know. Um, this 85 Toyota Celica. GTS convertible is finished in white over gray cloth and is one of two four thousand two hundred and forty eight examples for the model year fitted with a convertible top by American Sunroof Company, which was in California here. It was first registered in Wisconsin before being relocated to Florida, where it belongs, where it was acquired by the selling dealer in 2020. The car is powered by a 2.4 liter inline four paired with a four speed automatic transmission and equipped with a black convertible top pop-up headlights i always love pop-up headlights independent rear suspension power windows and air conditioning recent services said to have consisted of replacing the distributor cap and rotor uh drive belts battery alternator spark plugs and wiper blades the celica it needs new tires by the way and the celica shows sixty-seven thousand miles a really and is, it has a really know. neat pair of uh bucket seats that look like a combination of cloth and velour yeah, it, it, is. I, it is. It is a combination, but these are really comfy seats. And frankly, yeah, I've, I've, I've loved these cars since I since they came out. They were, you know, they weren't a factory convertible, but they were factory authorized and sold by Toyota directly as a convertible, not you know done after market per se. So I I, I think these are just amazing little cars. 
Uh, I would buy it if I could. I have no place to put it. I don't have the cash. But this has everything original on it and all the options I would want for a, a car uh, to be in, in, in my Palm Springs car. But, Todd, it's only 4000 right now. What do you think well, it'll four, go for? It's 4000 with six days left. It's going to go for at least ten or 12000 Yeah. At least. At least. Yeah, there's a lot of really good comments on this, how people, how people love the car. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 I would and bid on it. I really would. I just wish Ocala, I It's in Ocala, Florida it. though. So what it's in Ocala, Florida right now. Yeah, I know. And I, I already looked up how much it would cost to ship it here. And it's like $4,000. Oh my God. Well, you can yeah. send me back to Ocala and I'll <laughs> yeah, fly yeah, I guess back I'd drive one it way back. for yeah. a few hundred bucks and 